Did y'all know that all drugs are vegan? <laughs> Every last fucking one of them. Except maybe magic mushrooms, just because, you know, when cows shit and then it grows out of the shit. But, I mean, it's like no cows are harmed in the making of magic mushrooms. That's true. Unless they're given, like, you know, fistfuls of X-lax and have them shit all over the field so they can <laughs> grow. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. I'm sorry. Mine's too small. It's the three when it's, like, medium chub. Pull it up. You're going to pull yeah, it up? Yeah, pull it up. They could have fit it all into one, you know. There's no movement. I actually got some for the first time in eons. Put my dick on there. It's like, yeah, but it looks like it's accurate. Reload. Yeah. Ooh. It's when I put some more boom back in my boom and then went, yeah. This is You know, Look at, we're, we're doing this Pulp Fiction Oz style. Pre-show clinky. Clinky, clinky. Cheers. Clinky. Oh, that goes well with the mimosas. Oh. <sighs> so. <sighs> Deep breath. Are we welcome? Uh, and well, begin. Welcoming everyone. Oh, are we rolling as we're welcoming? Not even. Okay, I guess there we're we definitely go. rolling. And we'll also welcome. Welcome back, everybody, to the Metal Nerdery Podcast with... Not one motherfucking bit of anesthesia. Other than the pre-show clinky we just had, we have the Billiam. What's that? We have the Russell. <laughs> that was an excellent burp, Russell. And we have the Wheelah. Hey! Wheelah! Oh, boy. It's, it's, the, it's kind of the holiday season. It sort is. Of. It's getting it's, close. It's getting close the to the holiday season. season. Well, we can, I mean, we, that doesn't mean you have to sing Christmas songs unless it's like, you know, no presents for Christmas or something. But Yeah. But as of the hearing of this episode, uh, you guys will be, because we're doing this ahead of time, so like we got a time travel machine and we went back in time to November 18th, 2016. That's not his, that's not Russ's. No, it's my own personal one. It's your own. It's a a prototype. I got it from Elon Musk. Right. Well, I was over at Rogan's place the other day and I talked to Elon after the show and he gave me a, (laughs) gave me a sample time machine to go test out. Nice. No, but anyway, we're going back in time to when, uh. Metallica released Hardwired Indeed. Self-Destruct, which came out as of the listening of this podcast five, five years. years to the day. Yep. And uh, which they're still touring on this effectively. I mean, if you think about it. Yeah. How about how about that? How many bands, how many other bands do you know of that are still touring on an album five years after the fact? They've done this since Justice. Basically, you know, I guess you're kind of right because they used the to Black spend, album, yeah, did like three years. The first three albums they spit out, you know, pretty much quickly. You know, yeah. you had Kill 'Em All, you had Ride the White, and then you had, uh, you know, Master all pretty fast. And then, of course, Cliff's passing, you had Garage Days, and then Injustice for All. But Injustice for All, they toured for that at least three years. I know I saw him twice on that tour. Well, I know they did a couple of like I saw him twice too, but get out yeah. of the studio, it was tours. Right? or was it 88? Justice released in 88, 88 but, but they, they toured, I think, through like 90. Probably close to 90. Yeah. yeah. I think they went in. They, they were like recording the Black Album while they were still touring on uh Well, they would do Justice. this thing. The cool yeah. thing about Metallica is that they would always go out, and even if they were in the studio working on shit, they'd still get out and go do shows yeah. and yeah. just to go jam and kind of freshen up, and then they'd come back, which is pretty, pretty cool, you know? Right. Keeps those wolf steak tendons in check. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ew. Uh, well, I guess before we get too far along here, uh, Russell, why don't you tell the good people of uh, 
Metal Nerderyville out there about this episode's beer of the episode. Oh, okay. So this episode's beer this of one. the yeah. this episode. One. Yeah, yeah. This one here. Okay, got it. Got For it. November 18th. Mark the time. Show. Mark yeah. the time. It is marked. Uh, this one Enjoy comes from time. another Atlanta brewery called Monday Night Brewing. I believe, yeah, Atlanta, Georgia says so right there on the can. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this one, not much of an album cover, but I like the name. I had to buy it because of the name. It's called Space Lettuce. Lechuga. It is a double IPA. This bad boy is 8.1% alcohol by volume, which means be careful. Boy, be careful, howdy. Matthew. Which means this is going to be an entertaining now, podcast right here. Now, what I've found is when you crack the top, it smells like reefer. <laughs> <laughs> I think. The- oh, man. It smells like. The- hey, guys, it's Mark Potterson. That's like the best smelling beer ever, man. It smells like my bathroom. <laughs> okay. Gross. Well, on the side it says heady, sticky, intergalactic. That sounds like a fucking strain, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And the taste? It's a hoppy, hoppy IPA. Ooh, it's green. Yeah. It tastes like tastes like weed. It basically. tastes like loud beer, is what it tastes like. Yeah. And I realized I was just on the enough. edge. Yeah, it can't be this beer <laughs> can't be loud enough. This beer can't be loud Chum. enough. So yeah, it's a it's a strong IPA, very hoppy, uh, but there are notes of hemp in this uh, flavor Definitely profile. Notes, yeah. maybe an E flat. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So uh, yeah, this uh, episode of Spirit of the episode is brought to you by Monday Night Brewing. Space lettuce not paid us a dime yet, but not yet, but they will. Yeah, yeah space actually. lettuce. Hails to the Monday Night Brewing. Hails, hails, hails indeed. To the Space Lettuce. Yeah. And uh, so, all right. With that being said, I guess we can move on into. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. I just realized something. What's that? We're, 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 we did this before. We were bebopping and scatting all over the place before. But I just noticed their tour for this album ends tomorrow. Today. Or today. <laughs> it's today. Wow. How's that for synchronicity, y'all? They started the tour October 26, 2016, and it is currently set to conclude. A day. Oh, that was, yeah, yeah. today, today yeah. at the Rockville. Yeah. Wow. Which, by the way, we got to mention. Actus Reyes. Our friends in Actus Reyes played, played the Twitch, Twitch stage last Twitch. night. Twitch. Yeah. Twitch. After, now check this out. So people were at this all-day festival, four-day festival, Yesterday was the Disturbed Headliner show. Disturbed right. headlined and closed it. The Twitch stage, you mean? No, the or entire the show, the Saturday show, night. The main stage. So they main stage, the they ended at 1130. And then a few thousand people meandered over to the Twitch stage. I've, uh, we've seen the photographs yeah. on the Actus Reyes page. His dad, uh, Landon's dad, was sending me photos last night at like 1 a.m. So this just happened. And they're on stage, and there's easily 3,000 people out there. Holy shit. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. That is freaking awesome. Bill and I were talking. It's like, when you're 22 years old, and you're in a metal. for that. Not only did they get to go to Rockville and take a few friends. Yeah, they got to play it in front of a few thousand people. That's kind of called the dream, people. It is the dream. You're in a metal band. Think about the exposure. Yeah. And then today, guess what? They're going to. They're going to hang out, watch Metallica and whoever. Hopefully they'll get to meet some of the, you know. I don't know how that. I bet you they do. I bet you they probably already have. Yeah. You know, but. Well, the other bands for sure. This thing's been going on since Thursday. Right. And the lineup 
Yeah, I don't, I don't want to deviate too far from the show, but the Derail. lineup was freaking insane. I mean, there was a yeah. lot of good bands playing this thing. But how, how's this for cosmicality, man? See, this is where the space lettuce comes in. Because it's like, Make if it's bad. wrapping up today, you know? Right. It, like, we didn't know, so it's like we traveled back to the past, and it's like we affected history, and then we came back to now, and now it's like, you know. Uh, it's a space lettuce wrap. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. yeah that sounds Ooh, that delicious. sounds delicious. It does sound delicious, doesn't it? <laughs> So what I know Billiam's not very familiar with it, but Russell, what were your thoughts when you first heard the hardwired? I uh more more as I a smiled. More as a coming I off smiled. of Death Magnetic and also kind of retrospectively. Okay. I so I like Death Magnetic. I thought it was Me as a, well. I thought as it was well. a very welcomed album to come after fucking Saint Anger. All right. It, Death Magnetic went back more That could have come after Justice. Could have I thought. It could have very easily come after um, I like the songs on Death Magnetic. I thought I thought there were some good songs on there, and um, I didn't like the production a whole lot. I, I think there was some, yeah, it was it was compressed. Yeah. It, everything was the same volume, and and if you jacked it like on your stereo, like if you're in the car and you want to crank it up and just jacking it, <laughs> mark the time. <laughs> yes, sir. But you're listening to it in your car. You want to give it some volume, the drums are distorting. And not in the bad way like on St. Anger where it was like a garbage can. It was was like the kick drum or the toms would distort like it was was just a brick wall mix. It was was like let's just it was clip everything clipping. Everything clipping. Everything clipped. They ran everything up to zero. Uh, they should have backed it down to negative one because everything jumped over zero. Every fucking what was kind of cool about that though, in a way, and I guess with hardwire they kind of worked out that kink and got the sound this is probably the way death magnetic should have sounded yeah. had they not brick walled the mix if they would have mixed death magnetic like they did hardwired it would have been like the new pretty puppets. fucking awesome pretty fucking awesome i mean it's still that much of a quality album but like the songs this seems are great. like a, a yeah it's like a honed mix of what death magnetic was right yeah but this is this is legendary so they've been touring on this for five fucking years yeah because they, they can. Well, yeah, I mean, no, but, but think about the traditional cycle of touring. It's, it's fucking Rolling Stone's been touring on Tattoo You since 81. I mean, <laughs> that was our last good album. Right. I mean, come on. But, I mean, it's like, you know, it used to be, it was like, you know, you wait all these years, they put out an album, they'd tour for maybe a year or so, maybe two, and then yeah. they'd go back in the studio, you know, and rinse and repeat. But... And it used to be, I was like, okay, when's the next Metallica album coming out? What are they going to do? Outdo Boston? Here, we're going to make it come out 12 years later. Yeah, like, kind of. Nah, tool's got you beat. But, GNR, yeah, GNR wins that. Contest. But it's just the fact that they're still fucking touring, and it's still they're still getting record numbers. They're still getting crazy sales. I mean, yeah, it's the sixth consecutive studio album to debut at number one. Yeah, it, it, this is gonna sound like a. It, I'm probably totally wrong, but I'm gonna say it. They'd still be selling out if they never would have came out with this album. It's, it's just that brand. Well, oh, they've, yeah. they've always had it. I mean, yeah. and, and that kind of goes back to the... I'm glad they came out with this album, and I'm glad they're touring on this album, but I think they'd still be fucking doing stadium tours. But Metallica has always been Metallica. Right. And you can bitch and moan and say, oh, they totally changed it. That's not my Metallica. Well, think of it this way. <laughs> you ain't paying them, motherfucker. <laughs> All that. But it's like, they're obviously doing something right if they're appealing to that many fucking people on the globe. Right. Or, or on the disc, I'm sorry, for the Flat Earthers. I didn't mean to offend you because I know you all are sensitive too. But on the globe and or on the disc, I mean, 
they're one of the most popular bands in the world. Right. And I'm glad we're doing this uh, dive because I really want to hear this in headphones because mm-hmm. I've heard it in my car a lot. Right, right. Uh, I got a feeling it's just going to sound really fucking good in headphones. You got a feeling? Uh, I got a feeling. I got the feeling. You know what you got to do if you got a feeling? feeling. Scratch it? No. no. Russell, if you Tonight got a feeling. is going to be. If you got a feeling, you got to hold on loosely. Sorry, 38 special. Yeah, there we go. 38 special moment. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. oh, 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 I, I need to tell Billy what I told you outside when you were, you know, smoking drugs earlier. Oh, what? Um, drugs. Cigarettes. There's no drugs. It's, it's the only uh, authoritarian approved drug. FDA approved. In the maybe. world. FDA, and they're a bunch of cunts too. So, <laughs> we were talking outside. <laughs> Today also represents not only, or when this podcast comes out not only will that be the five-year anniversary of the releasal date of hardwired it'll also be the 24th 24th anniversary of reload yeah, yeah. Ooh. so when i put some more boom back in my boom and then went yeah <laughs> i was gonna say like come in my balls but i thought boom in my boom sounded better boom in your boom yeah, yeah. boom better. in your boom boom Ooh, put some boom in my boom yeah put some <laughs> boom in his boom boom <laughs> I forgot you knew how to do that. Uh, yeah. Boots and cats and boots and cats. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Speaking of other, speaking of uh, anniversaries, here's a couple of more. There. There's a bunch, actually. November is a big, big metal month. November 481, Mob Rules by the Mighty Black Sabbath. Love that album. For those about to rock on November 23rd. Mary Grace Wages' birthday. Indeedly. Oh, indeed. Yeah. Yep. And uh, November 8th, we got Led Zeppelin 4. That's a good one. If fucking Rat would have just played Led Zeppelin 4 instead of uh, Physical Graffiti, he might have got laid. If only I hadn't banged Jennifer Jason Lee before she was 16. <laughs> fucking Damone. Damone's in the house. Yeah, you take us to Cheap Trick, bro. <laughs> or 38 Special. <laughs> You got some 38 special some backstage VIP passes to 38 special, but you got to hold on loosely. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Coda came out on November 19th, 1982, after John Bonham Wasn't Coda sadly passed. Yeah. It was like a Rarities B-Sides yeah. compilation. I kind of like Coda. I'm that weird guy. It's like you almost don't want to like it, but all right. So I, I guess we. Record. The question was, uh, what what was my first impression oh, yeah, yeah, when I heard? Yeah. Uh, wow, we went around the world for Thank this you. one. Thank <laughs> you for your non ADD awareness and bringing it, us back. It, somehow it just came to know the power of Satan. Thank you for that. Thank you. It's gonna be a fun. I episode. actually sat in a room and listened to the album from A to Z, the way I did when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Really? Where you sit in a room like and you when listen. when you got home? No interruptions, no phone calls, no bullshit. I'm listening to this all the way through. And there are moments on it that I was like, eh. But, man, there were so many moments where I was like, that's fucking Metallica. There, there were some grower moments on there. There's there, there, there some ride the lightning. There's some fucking master. There's some kill them all. It's, they basically... Really? There are certain parts of this album where they cover their entire gambit musically. Like, when they get, you know, the real fast shit, and all of a sudden they cut time, you know. There's yeah. some killer double bass shit in yeah. there. I mean, like, it, it's it's kind of like the retrospective everything. It's like the everything bagel Metallica album. Yeah, That's it really it is. is. Uh, I don't know. mean to bring it back to food. I'm sorry, but it is. And, uh, 
we liked it a lot when he talked about, you know, uh, fucking goddamn what's that monster uh, Cthulhu and shit like that and a thing that should not be and all and all those lyrics yeah. are so cool these lyrics are a little bit more basic day-to-day life you know like am i what going kind of crazy real shit? Yeah, yeah real shit a little more simplistic but <clears throat> oh my god that was a good one that was a good one that was a good one sorry um, but i really really i i got the warm and fuzzies in certain parts i was like that there's Metallica. There's Thrash Metallica. Oh, there's Heavy Metal Metallica. Well, see, I noticed that on the way up yeah. here. I was I was listening to it. I, I had too. it on Choufflé, yeah. and it was kind of bebopping and scatting around. But it had like like if you think about wine or you think about beer, like notes of this and yeah. notes of that. Yeah. It has like all the little all the little things in their palette, if you will, that right. would make Metallica Metallica. But it's like all kind of coalesced into this one thing. See where works. I thought. Death Magnetic was more on the lines, and I know that a lot of people are going to, here comes the hate mail. I thought Death Magnetic was almost Injustice Part 2, in a way, musically. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it was it was progressive enough to where it was more progressive even. Long-ass fucking songs, like 12-minute songs or 8-minute songs. You know, 11-minute instrumental yeah. suicide right. redemption. I mean, it's. Right. I thought this one was more of the. Let's grab a little kill them all. Let's grab a little ride. You know, kind of like almost like a retrospective. <laughs> yeah, smash. These are all the tours, yeah. all the tours, all the tools Albums. that are tool built. Yeah. yeah. As far as production goes, though, it's great. It, it's a good production. It's this quality. Fucking guitar sound is is brutal. Is it different? Like all the ones that I know and love are different. You know, like the first four. Yes. Different ha- meaning like it's got its own little... Its own little kinda, sound. Kind of. But it also, gra- like I said, it grabs from those. You're going to hear parts today. See, this is another reason why Matthew and I wanted to do this because Bill really hasn't spent the time He's with He's kind of checked out after Justice. He so. checked out. And that understood. And I don't get mad at anybody for doing that. I yeah. get it. Uh, I'm a Metallica fan. Uh, you know, everything they did. I even like shit off the load albums. I like shit off the reload album. I'm a Metallic fan. I like shit on St. Anger. Yeah, I do too. I'm not going to lie. And that's why. <laughs> so so I, I was kind of excited to do this just for reactionary to to see what Bill thinks about certain stuff. Yeah, it'll be, it'll I, be I always interesting to see. Bill's opinions. So. I, I can already bet that I'll bet he'll like the faster ones. Yeah. Definitely. But like I was listening, like Murder One, because yeah. that's about Lemmy, I believe. Right. Inspired the lyrics are kind of directed at Lemmy, and there's like a lot of slower shit on here. But something I thought about, and I know we've been talking forever, he's gonna cut this up and edit it later, I'm sure. Yeah, he should, but (laughs) (laughs) but if you think about it, like think back to so the distance of time from the time this came out until basically when this podcast will be released is five years, right? right? Which is the distance between the black album and load, if you think about it in those terms. But when you listen to this, because like all those albums, like the Black Album, Load, Reload, even Garage Inc., and even to, to a degree, St. Anger, it kind of, that's kind of Metallica's heavier phase. It's almost like the Black Album was sort of the marker of, okay, anything pre Black Album is more fast, thrashy Metallica, and anything post is groove. Black heavy. Album to say about, yeah. you know, Garage Inc., or St. Anger really, is more kind of groove or more heavy. And then this kind of puts all that shit in one great big riff God, casserole and makes it beer. delicious. It is loud, isn't it? Oh, that's kind of what Carrie King said, right? But the black album, slow, heavy, and catchy. Yeah, I'd say that's yeah. accurate. I like Carrie's uh, take on this because he was like, you know, 
everybody knows Kerry King is the first one to shit on everything. Yeah, which is what made this so weird, I thought. That he actually was like, what's the big fucking deal? It's still fast. It's still heavy. You know, made him the biggest fucking heavy metal band on earth. Of course, then again, one of the great things about Kerry King, which makes him awesome, is the fact that he kind of shits on the conventional opinion. So, like, everybody in the community would like, you know, Doug sucks. He sold out, blah, blah, blah. He's kind of like, y'all are just all pissed off because you didn't, pissed off. You're all pissed off because you didn't do that. Alf, like the little alien. Alf. Ha! Sorry. <laughs> all right. Holy shit. Is that creepy? God, I like that show. I forgot all about that. Thank you. What? That oh, laugh, I don't think was related to Alf, was it? I think so. I, I, I have no idea. I don't all know. right, anyway. You knew. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on a minute. Go back. Go back to that. I, can re- I was going to read it. I may not have been super stoked on it, but uh, I never hated it in the way a lot of people did to this day. I like that record a lot. I think it's Metallica, but I don't think it's thrash Metallica. You can hear where all the influences come from from all the older stuff. They just super slowed it down and made it super heavy. They made it super catchy. So Hi, this is the voice of not Carrie King. <laughs> That's a pretty good Carrie King, actually. Yeah, you think I was trying for that. Uh, I was yeah. like, okay, how much I want to sound like an understated asshole. That's what yeah. I want to not I mean, not that he is, but I'm just saying that's uh, he's kind of an it's asshole. kind of his persona ish kind of. Hey, that man is a blessing. Oh, he, he is, is a, blessing. a blessing. He's not he, no doubt about it. He is a blessing. He is a blessing. But I had some friends that went on the uh uh fucking one of those cruises, right? The Slayer played on. And he shut down the fucking uh, dining room so he could eat. Meaning nobody else could come to fucking dining room. <laughs> Why? Because he can. It was the same one Lemmy with a motorhead played, Slayer played. I forget which one. It might have been the motorboat. Maybe they wanted to have like a private party and just kind of. Yeah, he shut down the fucking. Uh, my, acquaintance of mine gave me the story they were like they rode down the elevator carries on the elevator doesn't talk to anybody on there they go and they start walking to the dining room fucking carry walks straight in they fucking close to the dining room he goes in and sits down and eats i mean he didn't take it up for an hour or anything he went in there sat down ate like 15 minutes and left and then they opened the fucking doors but i'm like lemmy would have fucking begged everybody to come in and sit next right yeah anyway uh, Probably had to have a separate reservation for Carrie's beard, but anyway. Could have been. Maybe. Anyhow. Wow. All right. So. Lots of accolades or acclauds, depending on how you pronounce that. Best metal album of 2016. 20 best metal albums of oh, fucking. Well, I just remember 50, people 20, like, you know, uh, what's 10, his name? Eddie. Um, Van Halen. No. Kramer. Fucking uh, radio trunk. guy. Trunk. <laughs> Derp. It was super stoked, you know, and he promoted this shit like daily. He was like, oh my God, the return of Metallica, blah, blah, blah. Well, he was a big part of the whole metal scene back yeah. in the day, like the, even all the thrash shit. Well, really all metal, but I mean, yeah. and rock too, but. I love um, that show they used to do. Oh, that metal show? Yeah. I great. wish it would come back. I swear to God. That was like my favorite thing on TV. Don Jameson Archer. fucking, uh, help me out, comedian. What's his name? Deep voice. Fucking, uh, Oh, it's Jim Florentine. Florentine, yeah. God, that was a good show. You think? All right, so this says they were right nominated for Metal Album of the Year. Loudwire. Yeah, so I, I was curious, well, who won if they didn't win? Yeah, right. And it was Slipknot. Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, uh, mm. there you go. Well, they were a little more younger, mainstream-ish. I guess that'd they, be kind of like... They if, opened for Metallica on that tour. I was there. <laughs> oh, man, It was Volby. And that was a great... Actually, that was a great show. It was Volby played 45 minutes avenge got up played an hour 
and then Metallica. Avenge Live is a good band. Whether you like their music or not, they're kind of like, you know, I never heard Kill Switch until we went and watched them. Right. Avenge put on a great show. They were a good fucking band. And those guitar players, I mean, they're fucking sick. I know they're talented. I've just, yeah. I haven't heard well, they're both guitar as teachers. much of them. But I know they went through kind of a change too. But anyway, Sinister Gates and Zacky Vengeance or whatever. Fuckers. The names were certainly interesting. They're like shredders. Wait a minute. Where is the. Okay. So the. It's like Craig Fiddleman was the producer. Any Rasmussen. There's no fucking Rasmussen. Fleming Rasmussen. <laughs> That's because he's a fucking pirate and he took all my fucking gum. Hey, everybody, it's uh, Laryngitis. Look, go to Metal Nerdery's page. Go buy their shit, metalnerdery.com slash merch. And also, uh, send me some gum uh, through the Chewy app. Uh, it's a tall Demachian, a 666. My other account got hacked. Thanks. Whew, man. Fucking Lars, always getting into fucking trouble. Damn. Oh, one, 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 one chart. One, 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 one. Danish. Weekly Dutch, chart. Finnish. French. Yeah. Yep. All around the world. Yeah, they do pretty Everywhere. good. They do pretty good. Most of these, they did pretty good. South Korea, they came at 31. That's pretty good. I don't know what's going on in South Korea. You know, unless maybe communism is put, puts Metallica really? way down because Metallica's K-pop. from a common... K-pop. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so Metallica's probably almost Kingdom like... style. Dun, dun, dun. Metallica's probably like uh, obscure metal in South Korea, maybe. Yeah, South Korea is all about the K-pop. Oh, wow. Looks like they... Holy shit, they went fucking platinum in Hungary. Four times platinum in holy Poland, shit. Romania. It's, I mean, they're all over the fucking place. It's yeah. weird. They only went platinum in America, like single platinum. Three times I, I platinum hard in Mexico. Believe. Look at that, America. Triple, triple platinum in Mexico. Quadruple yeah, platinum in... Oh, it's different. Saying, sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. I see what you're okay, saying. Okay, so platinum in America has to a be million. a million. Yeah. yeah. But everywhere you. else is different. But it only went single platinum in the U.S. of A., which is kind of interesting. Well, you know what? But you know what? We live in the day and age now, I guess, where everybody's just streaming stuff, and it's kind of like, oh, my God, I don't want to go buy it. I just want to stream it and steal it. Look, four... Okay, this was five years ago. Yeah. Uh, they were uh, James was fifty three. At fifty three years old, he went platinum in America with a heavy metal album. Yeah, that's pretty fucking good. That's still no, impressive. I mean, I'm just saying Metallica being the biggest metal band, presumably in the world. Yeah, but I'm being it relevant at fifty three right. years old yeah. is in rock and roll metal. Anything. Yeah, indeed. Is, that's pretty strong. Indeedly, I would yeah. totally agree and concur. All right. So the album art. The album art. The album I, you know, is crazy. I, yeah, not a big fan. I like the logo they used on this one. You know, every album they changed the Metallica logo a little it's a bit. Smidge, yeah. tweakify it. I like that one. It's got like holes in it. It's kind of mark the time, Bill. Thank you. <laughs> I like things with holes in them. Yeah, that's uh, or it's kind of electrified or well, it kind of has like all these different distressed I, you know i've noticed even ever since really ever since saint anger it's almost like metallica the lyrics it's kind of been like a lot of james's personal stuff and neuroses and stuff like that right. but it's almost kind of like now they're sort of becoming the monster they once were right again like a new monster but kinda. you look at the cover a new a new kind of monster yeah that artwork they take all their faces superimpose them on each and other co- and combine them in a way where you can look at one and like, okay, that's James, but it's only the outline of James's face. It's actually Lars's teeth. You know, eye. Yeah. It's just weird. I'm, it's unsettling. Yeah, man. It's like, here's 
there's Kirk's uh, ear coming out of Robert's butthole, and then there's James's eyebrow over Lars's teeth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's basically what it is. Okay, fancy artwork there. The lyrics follow a general theme of nihilism and pessimism. Well, fucking a, that's uh, that's so, accurate. So it's pretty much all metal. So no Hammett. Interesting writings oh yeah this was the one okay so i mentioned this uh recently in one of our episodes we were talking about this shit i think it was because i i heard they're getting ready to record again and i was excited because hammett actually has his recordings now but when they went in the studio for this kurt hammett apparently lost 500 hours of uh guitar recordings that he had put onto like an ipad or his iphone or whatever that's kind of hurt it was his phone yeah yeah and so every solo for this album, he just did it on the fly. It. Yeah, did on the fly. Which, I don't know if I call bullshit on that or not. Oh, you just happen to lose 500. Look, I have this. I have an iPhone, and I have this thing called the cloud, right? And all my pictures and all my shit gets saved into the cloud. Yeah, well, this uh, was 2014. Uh, well, yeah. so Here, the here's cloud a, was a little smaller. Here's there. another thing, right. too, and I don't, think, I don't think Russell has completely... Uh, I don't think it's cumulated in his mind, but <laughs> gross. <laughs> but if we go back to the previously prescribed to uh, the theory of the riffs, yeah, as we recall, it sounds like the Dave Mustaine had all the riffs, and Metallica was like just dipping into the Dave Mustaine bank of riffs, and then right. eventually those riffs were depleted, and all those riffs were gone. So maybe this is like kind of a pseudo Metallica slash CIA cover up to say, okay, well, okay. Yeah. We lost all the riffs, but like, oh, you no. know, now I've got them back. Oh, no. and- James has the riffs. This album yeah! is chock full of fucking, there's this album is not missing a riff. There are no riffs missing <laughs> on it. It's missing. In my opinion, some well-orchestrated guitar solos. They're still good. They're still, you know, he's doing his wah-wah and his... Well, the his, dude's a pro. He's been doing yeah. it for, at this point, 35 years. So you think he knows kind but of But you don't have those work. written out kind of... you know, Like we said before, sometimes Kurt's solos would take you on a journey, right? Well, yeah, and if it... You know, we're musicians... Well, okay, Bill's a singer, so kind of a musician by proxy, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably not. But probably as, not. as guitar players, I mean, playing riffs and shit like that, it's like you know, kind of what fits and what doesn't. Right. And but I, I have a feeling there was a day, especially during the Injustice for All, Master of Puppets era, riffs were written around the solos. It seemed. Oh yeah, there'd always be like a solo riff. Like you'd have like the first riff, chorus riff, maybe a bridge. Because of the progression of the solo, and you could hear what he was doing, and then all of a sudden they changed to they go out to B and B. You know, it was like they wrote the riffs to take care of the solo that Kurt had produced. And on this one, it's not like that. It's just like pretty much same riff. He just throws some wah wahs, some squiggly squigglies, and some squealies, (laughs) squiggly squealies. What, wasn't he on uh, Laverne and Shirley? Yes, he <laughs> Squiggly, was. Squiggly, squealy. Yeah. Hey, Lynn. That's kind of what he sounded like. So it was uh, uh, Spinal Tap, dude. Uh, Nigel Tuffman. Nigel. These ones go to 11, don't they? So did I ask you if you got the, yeah, you got the, the three-disc version. Uh-oh. Russell Spud could beat off in the corner. <laughs> Gross. He's not really. I think he's going to get frost. Let's see. Got uh, some frosting on the on deck. I saw some stuff about some covers here. Do you know? What do you know about that? Uh, that was probably on the disc number trace. So when they oh, okay. when they released this on physical media, which would be like your compact discs and such. There it is. Yeah. 
on release day they had a they had the regular version which was just the two disc version and then they had the special edition which had an extra disc that had some unreleased shit on it and some covers and stuff some live stuff and it's uh it's quite quality so lords of summer was kind of like an unreleased they did that one just kind of like as a hold me over you know kind of between these long stretches of albums it's like nowadays it's like yeah you can well it's a, it's a song song with lyrics oh, okay but it's almost like they like they just released that like a single in a way if that makes sense like they just kind of went in and just threw it out there it's like okay yeah this will hold you over till we get back to till we get back to do the whole album yeah and then of course the ronnie rising thing that was from that dio uh, the tribute album right metallica did some of that that was cool i didn't know that when a blind man cries was a deep purple cover so that's New to me. Now you know. Uh, the Remember Tomorrow cover made, and that's pretty fucking cool, actually. Yeah, I think we've played that on a covers episode. I'm sure we probably have. And then it looks like a lot of the other stuff is like just live, live goodness. What I always liked was when you went to see them live and they played something off Garage Days. Like that was the the pinnacle. It's like... <gasps> it was for me because... The energy, I mean, it was it, was it wasn't the pinnacle, but you know they never did that. So yeah. whenever they played... I guess other than um, Last Caress, you know, other than that one, they, they hardly ever played anything from Garage Days right. live. True. So whenever they would, that would be kind of a treat. I but they would that. do uh, covers on B-sides that they'd play occasionally, yeah. like uh, So What, you know. Yeah. And stuff like that, that was yeah. fun. Well, let me, let me see if or I can do a great... Bread fan. I want to see if I can do an impression of that. Yeah. Fucking amazing. You know, you know when he says So What at the beginning of So What? So... Yeah, let me, let me see if I can do it, see if I can get close to it. <clears throat> Hold on, let me take a little bit of uh, another sip of space lettuce right, and from Monday Night Brewing. And don't oh. don't put your mouth in the microphone. Put the microphone you in sure? your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking what? Ooh. That, that was, was pretty good. good. Yeah, that, was yeah. Pretty good. that sounded just Mark like the it. time. All right. Fuck it, man. Should we get into it? And, uh, Let's do it. Let's start at the beginning. These- you know what? And I say, just for fun... All right, Uh-oh. so you, no, we have a twelve-song album. Russell's here. side do one, a side two. Super Pulp Fiction mix here. No, I think we should hit a couple of the special edition songs, like Indeed, the like, uh, the. I think it's fair, like Lords of Summer, maybe that one and the freaking Dio medley. Yeah, so good. With that. So good. All right, cool. All right, the good I'm happy now. A sample I'm happy. of what disc three would have been. Yeah, I'm happy. All right, let's start it. Hardwired. At the very beginning of this one, I was pretty happy. Indeed, same here. I enjoyed the speed. that riff Freaking how right can in. you not like that riff yeah. and smile Go. 
I like about this one. After the second verse and chorus, it goes so into the, the goes into the bridge and the solo kind of immediately. So let's kind of kind of groove into for. that. That that went down way too easy. The space let us. You just don't want another one of those. Damn. No. Okay. Yeah. Probably not. Oh yeah. This part. And you can hear that bass. Yeah, you can. Unlike the bass on Injustice for All. <laughs> it's got that feel of the old school. Yeah. Old school solos. Uh, it's kind of a kill them all solo right there. Well, well Kirk's sound is Kirk's sound. So anything he plays is going to sound like Kirk. Even if it's something that he orchestrated and worked out. Or right. if it's something he just fucking improved on the fly. But the right. fastness, I dug. Yeah. I thought Atlas Rise was a great way to go into, the, like, a second track. It was good. At, at the very beginning of it, I was feeling, um, like, I'm second song. Sabotru? Yeah. I was feeling oh, you that. were thinking that's what it was going to be like? Kind of, the way it starts, when you hear how it starts, you're kind of, like, waiting for that. Uh, there's some really good guitar harmonic parts in this one, though, that I dug. Just the whole staccato drum it's thing. Kind of got yeah. that disposable heroes vibe going a little on. bit. Yeah. It should be noted that Hardwired is the shortest song on the album. Yeah. It's such a killer sound. It's a good guitar sound. It's a really good guitar sound. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Don't turn it down. This one's got a good middle part we got to get to. Good middle part. Hold on. Just, just for funsies, because he held it up and it was funny as shit. What was the name of that one we just looked Dirty at? Girl. Dirty Girl. It's not a beer. What is it? A it's grapefruit sour. and vodka. Grapefruit oh, yeah. and vodka? Yeah. Yeah, he brought it the other day. In a can. Oh, yeah. I did not know. This song is a little more a little more black album to me. Kind of that, but... Yeah. It's almost... It's... it's it's like metal rock, heavy metal kind of. Give it a little volume, because what I was going to ask y'all. Riff-wise, 
can't compare it with anything. It's, it's, it's different for them. Almost maidenish right here. Kind of, yeah. A little maidenish. But they've always kind of had that right. a little bit. Oh, you're talking about the next yeah, part with the harmonica. The next yeah, part is the coming next part. Harmony action. That's Maiden for sure. Yeah. That's Metallica. Right. Yeah, like if you ran that through the same Fleming Rasmussen mix of 86 or 88. That's Metallica. Yeah. Yeah, I, can, yeah, I see what you're saying. But the, the biggest thing about Metallica, especially on this album that I like, especially like with that song, because they've always kind of had that maidenish thing with the harmonies yeah. and stuff, which has always been cool about yeah. Metallica. Kind of gave it that sort of victory metal. Yeah. Not victory metal, but kind of also sort of kind of victory metal. I know what you're saying. Yeah. But it kind of gave it that energy, and they've always kind of had that. But whenever they drop in the harmonies, it was like, ooh. They're really good. <laughs> They're good at what they do. They're yeah. very tasty and flavorful. I like this next one a lot. This was p- kind of punk, kind of a little. Well, you know, they like we were talking about before with the slower shit. Yeah, they kind of. I think when they got to that like black album, load, reload, Saint Anger, all that stuff, they kind of really embraced the heavy, heavy in terms of like think like Sabbath heavy or like old yeah. like doomy riffs or like heavier riffs because they've already had heavy riffs. Right, so you should not right, be right, all right, those things, right. but. Some of the slower things kind of had that feel to it, so go into it with that brain. But then you also have to go into it thinking, ah, there's a little bit of load, a little bit of reload. Oh, uh, song three? This reminds me of straight-up punk almost. You like, think? Yeah, you can hear the Misfits, uh, in my opinion. It's not my, fast. It's not a fast. It's not reason. fast, but it remi- it has that More zombie. Attitude. No, that that comic book kind of zombie kind of. I don't know. Listen to it. Yeah. Now that we're dead. Yeah. It just reminds me of that Danzigish kind of, kind of gritty. Bill's favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you thought that before I thought that was. <laughs> but read the lyrics. And read those lyrics. It's kind of that comic book horror kind of little Danziger. I can see that, the Danzig factor. Ooh. I still like the shapes of those riffs. I do too. And you think about how hard has it. It's gotta be hard for them to write riffs. They've written every riff. Well they've got a defined palette. That's heavy as shit. See, to me, it just has that kind of punky, simplistic streamline. I like the lyrics when they come in. It's just old school. It's got a little black album feel to it. It's old school heavy metal. It's old school heavy metal. Yeah. There is some.
a Sabbath you read. Yeah, that one is. Swing to it. Let's see, this is more load. Kind yeah. of a feel. Mark's time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I just, it's got a good groove to it. Yeah, it's just uh Billiam. It's your, just your feedback, your rebuttal. <laughs> rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> rebuttal. Okay. Marking the number time. four is I, I guess like their four it's lot. their biggest probably song on this album. You think? That's when they had the Lady hit? Gaga come up and sing at oh, the Grammys. Fuck. Oh, I'm fucking so out of touch. Did you not see that? I did not. I don't have oh, TV. Every dude. Metallica fan in the world hated it, and I thought it was badass. I was like, she got up there and freaking rocked. Rocked. The woman can sing, whether you like her or not. She yeah. can fucking sing. You can't deny that. Then he got James killing it. He's doing the backup. She's doing the, the main vocals. Well, it was pretty the cool. The thing I dig about this song... I, and this might be one of my favorite songs on the record. And I think the reason is because it's fast. The lyrics are really, the lyrics are intense. You got to read the lyrics to the song. Yeah. But the riff, I like the riff too. Just that, like the tag, great the tail riff. at the end. This is old school Metallica riff. Yeah. And I think Billy will very much appreciate this and one. He's heard it, I think. But the, he the, probably is. the lyrics to this are about, you know, how Hollywood, Fame. yeah, you're either attracted to the, to the light, you know, to the, you know. You get yeah. sucked into the let, fame. Let me take this opportunity just to say, don't follow fucking money and fame. Follow passion. Money follows passion. True. Money follows passion. ASMR. Remember, if you do what you love for a living, you're not working. Exactly. Off the flame. <laughs> I think the harmonies made me sh- Thrash. Dig that. I mean, it's not Exodus, but it's Thrash. Pop Queen and Fetamine. Yeah. Hey, you Adderall. Cool. Wait for it. Totally disposable heroes. Yeah, I was about to say Master of Puppets. Yeah. I'm going to step out and say that is the best produced, fast, thrashy Metallica song since Master of Puppets. Uh, I'd say that's fair. 
One thing about this record, which I don't know if you can tell thus no, far. Yes, sir. Nothing off Injustice? Billy Produced. is naysaying. Meaning you hear the bass. Yeah, you hear, you hear the bass. You, you hear, can hear you the can hear, bass. Hold on. You can on hear, Justice, you cannot. Shut up. You can hear bass. You can't hear shit Maybe on not Justice. Maybe not the bass. It's James's guitar. <laughs> and, and Lars's <laughs> drums. drums. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, what happened is, is basically I fucking took over all the bass duties with my That's fucking drum happened. kit. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> that was before they started working for Disney. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, okay. Oh, that one gets so good in the middle. Mark the time. <laughs> gets so meaty. <laughs> meaty. It's got thick. a meaty it's middle. It's meaty in the middle. It's a meaty, yeah. thick pink middle. Yeah. Gross. Sorry, you were saying. So, to me... From the black album on. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know anything about load and reload. Mark the time. Indeedly. But <laughs> but I think you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's sorry. Proceed. <laughs> like they all sound the same. So so to you it's like the uniqueness think, of the first four kind of Right. And I think what I mean, I can see the uh, you know, there's some things that are different, right? Right. right. In, in the music, sure. I'm not saying it's the music is all the same. It's pretty damn close to my ears to because the old school. R- no, those albums, black album and all, right? They all sound the same to you, right? Right. Now, like I was just saying, the music is a little bit different, but it all sounds like it's from the same album almost. Really, to me, but and especially the way he sings. Well, his so, voice changed. Well, no, and he's kind of. From everything I read, he saved his voice right, by right. singing the way he does. Yeah, now. and I'm yeah. not, I'm not digging it. I'm just saying it's the same. Right. So what made the uh, and you know for me, indeed, right. what made the what made the first four or five is the different production. Mm-hmm. And, sure. And he sang different in all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Now whether he meant to do it or that's just him growing up. Right. I, I liked all of it. I understand. Yeah. I, no, I understand exactly what you're saying. But for these black album and on, his voice is very similar. His voice is similar, yeah, right? Which, which it, you know, at some point it's going to get similar. Indeed, right? it's going to get a point where it'll like stabilize. The and that's right. the way it's going to be. And that's the way it is. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. His balls hang to his ankles. Yeah. <laughs> Marked time. Mark. But I know what you mean because you figure when Kill 'Em All came out, there were what children? They were what twenty years old? Oh, and fucking children! You yeah. have children I mean, it, that it, age. It's it, like the same thing can almost be said about Slayer. Sure. I agreed. Like after like say seasons, right. like kind of flat exactly. line. Testament to Testament. Maybe. He went from Testament. a high yeah. pitch voice to now a death metal growl, you know. I mean but even even Exodus, yeah. even Anthrax. Like right. they all got to a thing, but the difference between those bands and this band is mm. they throw like they their stuff is a their stuff is still went, in the thrash order. Yeah, but it went back mm. to the hev- heavy metal right with the groove and the slower songs. And it's it's a little more commercial, right? That's oh, this all. is way more. Commercial. Well, Metallica's always that. they've always been the more, exce- and that's uh, kind of the thing that's I gotten them shit on yeah. has been that they've always been the more accessible of the big four, right? And it's it's partly because of their success, but even all the members of the big four have said, you know, without Metallica, we wouldn't be here. I mean, they kind of yeah. brought us with them or yeah. brought them. You know the math, fucking language. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, what to no, say but it. I know what you're talking about. This, uh, I understand completely. Um, but, but once you stabilize and get to a certain point, like even with ACDC, it's like once you kind of plateau and you kind of okay, I found my voice, I found my sound. This mm-hmm. is this is what it, mm-hmm. this is what we are. And now it's just a matter of just 
adding different things in. It's like now you've you've but, got a streamline or and and so because baseline. of that, I can't I can't get past that. Jump in with both feet. Right. Yeah. Right. I get now, it. now there's some good good parts See, to some songs. Here's the problem good, though. You know? We're only listening to first course, first course, and then we're cutting out like moth into a flame, like middle point on gets really really well good. even after yeah. the after the solo like at the very end yeah. when it goes back into the verse it's fucking straight double bass all the way through yeah. like disposable yeah. heroes meets the so end of damage ink understanding like, what you're talking about vocally and i get that there's still so many elements of old school metallica that are presented in some of these songs they're subtler yeah they're more subtle yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's the better way of saying i mean it. already more. it's faster than than the, the load other stuff, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well i don't know the load stuff mark the time mark the time this I still but say the, they're good albums. I enjoy it. If they had a different I mean, band, the black album. Time. It's like I said, it's already already faster than a black right. album. If they would have called themselves something else, it would have been great albums. Uh, Dream no more. I can't remember that. Is that a slow song or a fast song? I think it's probably slower ish. The big fast ones were like Hardwired, Atlas, Spit Out the Bone, Spit Out the Bone, and I think Moth. And that was well, Moth was kind of more mid tempo ish, but those were the faster ones. Right. Side two is mostly heavier or disc two is mostly let's give a dream no more a moment because i can't remember it typo negative yeah a little fuzz it's kind of got a stonery doomy vibe to it think about that metallica is a doom metal band right kind of interesting thought actually Got a little violent on the guitar sound on this one. It's a solid sound, man. This is. I just dig that riff. It's very simple. It's not very fancy. Sabbath. Very Sabbath, yeah. Very Sabbath. See, this goes more back That's got more the low reload sound, yeah. vocal-wise. This is Metallica? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but this goes back to the, the, the albums you don't know, the load and reload. They did oh, a okay. lot of this groovy type yeah. oh, okay. with the vocals kind of change. Yeah. It's almost a Southern like it's Southern rock thing. Well, he like yeah. James said he loves Southern yeah. rock, and that probably leached its way into their sound, I'm sure. Sure. Yeah, this is more like... You know, it's more groovinish for sure. It's yeah. Maybe this it's, is it's a, a different band. CSE influence. Yeah, it's a different. Yeah, band. like listen to that. See, even Piper digs it. Yeah. See, now this reminds me of things that should not be. Yeah. Heavy. Oh, Cthulhu Awakens. Yeah, he is. he is talking about. Tangential. Yeah. Boom, I said it. He's talking about Cthulhu. That's what I'm talking about. Cthulhu. 
Maybe it's Cthulhu. They just pronounced it with a TH just because. They kind of found a way to have that groove stuff work for them, though. Yeah, I, I agree. This is, you know, to me, this song is better than the slow kind of groovy stuff that was on the Black Album. Gotcha. I, I, did, cool. I agree well, with that. I agree with that. But that's positive. It, yeah, it's got. But they're more singing of a about cool stoner. Shit. They're, they're yeah. singing about Cthulhu. I mean, that's fucking right. cool. It's got kind of yeah. a more of a stoner vibe, which yeah. obviously I like. So that here, here's a here's a fun thought to entertain as we go into the last song on disc one. Do you think, in a way, that some of the slower Metallica shit is almost kind of like they're kind of dipping their toe in the Doom Stoner well, definitely. pool a little bit? Like we never thought about it that way they, before. I don't think they it's think not, of it. That well, they didn't. No, no, not intentionally. I'm, no. But I'm saying that, like, we dig the Stoner metal stuff and the Doom metal stuff, but it's like at the time, I don't think we really tied that in with this. But thinking about it, think about it. Metallica's a metal band. Right. It stands to reason they were influenced on some level by Black Sabbath. It stands uh, to reason they would have a yeah. doom factor yeah. to them. They're a huge Black Sabbath fans. But all right, so the last one on side one, Halo and Fire. File. This is their uh, fade to black. Um, this is the clean song. The clean song, the, but it, live, this song kicked ass. And I, I was shocked song. they played it. When, when we went and saw it in 17, I'm like, they're not going to play that. They played it. It was really fucking good. Would you call that a deep cut? Oh, that was almost so real. awesome. <laughs> I think almost. they thought this was going to be Save their bigger it. song on this album because it is the Fade to Black. Really? The, uh, um, sanitarium. Yeah. The one, you know. The one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the acoustic kind of, and it's talking about. Uh, it's a Celtic Frost song. It's, it's a time to frost song. It's funny you should say that. Time to frost song, yes. And it it's, is, uh, and I am. It's a well, uh, not, but I I have to. It's, Sorry. It's a touchy uh, subject, you know, woman being abused kind of thing, and it's like it's kind of creepy and, and lyrically, lyrically. It's a good fucking song. I'm telling you, when they played it live, it was really really good. So anyway, that's just well, let's give opinion. it a little taste. Metallica's alive, man. So and this will be a good frost song. And James sang the shit out of this live. Like, it seemed like it meant something to him. Well, the energy's good, too. It's got a good... That. That's fucking cool. I'll be back, gents. Creepy, in a way. Obey, obey. Come, won't you stay? Sincere, sincere. All ends in tears. Endure, endure. Thoughts most impure. 
better. <laughs> okay. This song's got a lot of stuff going on in it, though. Which yeah, one? Musically, really Halo yeah. and Fire. That's still there. Okay. Yeah. But get to the get to the middle part real quick. Let's, let's give it a. It's definitely got the creepy cleanness in there. I like that riff. It becomes one of those uh, how many crunchy ball riff songs. It was good live. When they did this shit live, it was like, I was kind of surprised they play it because I'm thinking 55,000 people here, maybe 5,000 of us know it, you know, right. bought the album. But right. yeah, but they're also at a point where they could pretty much play whatever the fuck they want. And well, they only played two like, from yeah. this album. They played Moth Into a Flame and they played that. Yeah, yeah. but they've got really? such a huge yeah. back catalog. You know, oh. traditionally, most bands would like play most shit from new album and then some stuff from old albums. You know what was cool? They didn't play Ain't My Bitch or or Give Me Fuel. Give me, they didn't play none of that. Yeah, I like the way you shake your head when you said that. Girl, they didn't play Ain't My Bitch. Yeah. They didn't play Fuel. No, they played, uh, <laughs> they played one song um, from either Load or Reload, and it's the fucking... Is it Memory Remains? In the mem- yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that, that was, was like it. the big hit yeah. and reload. Yeah. And but, uh, but think about it. I mean, any artist gets probably sick of and they only played a moment of, of that certain stuff. Yeah, that's they like, did it like a medley thing. Yeah, indeed. Because yeah. you got to figure if if something's good, like if you like it, you'll keep doing it. If you're not as much of a fan of it, you might be like, you know what? Yeah, we were kind of fucked up during that time. Let's just play this one, or maybe squeeze it into right. a melody. But they had to do that to get to where they are here. Sure. You know what they closed with the other night when uh, MG and her friend Megan went to the show? If you say low man's lyric, I'm going to get up and walk out. Blackened. Nice. Closed to that? They closed with blackened. Nice. That's a closer. uh, Enter, Sandman, Seek and Destroy, Blackened. Very good. The encore? Yeah. That was their encore. Encore. That would have been pretty freaking sweet right there. That's a good way to end the show. Anyway, yes, back to is. this album. All right, so I'm not going to lie. Disc two, or excuse me, Apple Music side two for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> confusion, I can't really remember. I I got a feeling. I know the last one on this side is sick, in indeed, my opinion. Indeed. Like, way sick. Murder man. One's good, too. I really like that. That's dedicated to the one you love. Killmaster. Oh. Yes, that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, he is the one of the ones I love. Yeah. Metal Gods. All right, so let's uh, move into confusion. Fusion. 
AKA Am I Evil Part 2. Kinda. Am I confused? I'll give you the answer, Billion. The answer is yes, I am. Wait, what are we talking about? This song. Sorry. Am I confusion? Yes. Also, yes. Part two. They do a lot of this shit on this album, the staccato drum guitars. Kind of build up stuff. March into fire? Yeah. Ah, I see what you did there. Was a witch, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. Hey, that was good. Thick. Yeah, you went right in with the music. That was nice. Give me oxy, yeah. All right, I like I that. Like that riff yeah, lot. I like that a lot. A little more. Come on, that could have been on justice. That could have yeah. been on justice. Or master. Yeah. Yeah. The riff has kind of a Sabbath feel to it. Very. A little bit. Yeah. The sixth guitar. Yeah. That's <laughs> like putting fucking guitars in there. That's a great riff. I do dig that riff. Yeah. think too he was going because his voice is a pretty he's got a deep deep voice so it's like for him to hit those notes that's way outside he's, that comfort zone people no, no he's got a great voice yeah it's, it's just, just not become it's, not the old that I, it's yeah. become very monotonous well no it's just not the metallica that i grew up with. yeah that's yeah. all that's all i like that that's good it's, it's a different band but you know what I, you know what i've enjoyed about this so far for since we're at the kind of halfway-ish point the fact that now listening to this, because I wasn't even thinking about this before I got here this morning, but now that I listen to this, some of the slower mm. stuff, I hear it through like the doom stoner fuzz filter kind of the. Oh, it's fucking, there, but well, it's unintended. No, they're but not I mean, trying to do. I know, but yeah. I'm saying now I look back on all the shit Metallica did that was like slower and heavier and kind of doomier that way, and now I think about it. In that headspace, so it's almost like if you're thinking about branding, it's like Metallica's version of do- Donor and Stoom Metal. What? What? <laughs> Stoner and Doom Metal, which is kind of you know, it's like that's what I love about this show. Everybody out there, you guys, including I you two you guys. guys, I love you guys. I hate you guys because every time we fucking cover <laughs> something on the show, I feel like I discover new shit that I didn't. 
I discovered new ways to relate to the music that I never thought about before. Russell just gave me the thumbs up as he goes outside to manicure his balls one more time. And <laughs> he was laughing. You couldn't hear it, but he was. Man, unkind. Oh, wait, you didn't want to miss this one? I'm guessing that's a no. No, that's Maiden. Would you agree, Billion? Yeah. Maidenish. Oh, especially the sound of the bass. Yeah. Yes. Oh, this is Man and Kind. Yes. Yeah, it's a good one. I figured you didn't want to miss it. Russell came back in for his hoodie because his nipples were going to get too hard and be able to cut glass ASMR. Lighter. Yeah, the sound of the bass is very. Not on the boat. Yeah. Not on the boat. <laughs> That's a that's very doom. That's yeah. very doom. That's very southern fried Sabbath. Indeed. Like oh yeah, that. that could easily be on a fucking stutter out. Yeah. Yeah. See, the funny thing is, when I heard this album, I wasn't even on that point. Didn't even know what Stoner Metal was. So. Now look at you. But that's it. That's <laughs> it. It is. Weird timing. We yeah. It's a strange beat. Fucking stunner metal. Yeah. You know what? Now if his, if his delivery was a little slower and mm-hmm. and a little more melodic, then yeah, yeah for sure. But you yeah, know, but you know the what, music definitely. You know music, what I just yeah. noticed though, specifically about the vocals with with him doing the higher vocals, it's in that stoner metal yeah range vocal range. range. I mean, it's, yeah. But he's singing he- heavy metal. He's not singing yeah. stoner. Indeed, so he's singing, right. he was singing James. He's singing James. Boom. He's You're singing correct. James. He's singing, indeed, yeah. he's singing James metal, yeah. but it's like, yeah. it, it still hits that frequency pocket, you know? Yeah. Oh, just that whole riff in general, like the progression and the timing and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a strange beat. I think it might be like in 6 8. Yeah. Cool echo. Hey, now. It's like a different level of progressive metal from where they were before. Yeah. It's like they've kind of 
Because before, I don't know if they, like back in the day, I don't think they took as many chances or had as many different changes in like the progressive things. But mm. like, that's kind of a progressive tune. Yeah, that's pretty fucking progressive. Yeah. yeah. I love that little echo thing they're doing there. It's called production. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's what, the, cool. Dude, that's what the dude across from us does. All right. So that was. Holy shit, Bill is like, we're going to start calling you Bob Rock Aiken because you're kind of like. Not even. I mean, you're not, but you kind of are. Productifying. Fuck it. It's Bill Rasmussen. That's his new. He's productifying. He's what? Transjectifying. That was. Uh, that was man. Unkind. Right, so we're on Here Comes Revenge. Uh, yeah. Ooh. I think the microphone was down my gullet. When I <laughs> Sorry for the red line on that, folks. Kind of leper messiah-ish. Yeah. Harvester-ish. It, but it's weird. Fucking James. Sleep with one eye open. Oh, sorry. Kinda. What is that creepy? What is that noise? Trigger, I think. Base. Could be both. To me, this one's very lotish. I noticed elements of Orion <clears throat> there briefly, like right before the that last part, the chords. Like some of the chord choices have like a different feel to it. Mm. There, there's some, I think those slower songs, I think now we kind of just traditionally think, you know, okay, slower stuff, Metallica, so like load and reload. Well, okay, it's because what Bill was saying, it's the vocals. Well, it's where they were at that point. At yeah. that point, they'd kind of... So no matter how good the riff is, right? It, you got this really good riff going, but if the music cuts out and you just got the drums and the bass and he starts singing, then immediately think of load type stuff, right? right? Yeah. And then when the riff kicks back in, I'm like, hey, it's a good riff. You know, it's really cool, blah, blah, blah. But when it goes back to that sound again, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of load-ish. You know, you know, um, just, just for the sake of marking the time, I think at some point... <laughs> We're going to have to be covered in loads. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I got you, boo. I got you, boo, boo. <laughs> okay, then. I might have to call in sick. 
that's okay. Well, okay. you know, so boo, boo. look, I tell everybody that I, I'm a, uh, you know, I was born in Georgia, which makes me a South American native. And um, or hillbilly. I also do adult entertainment, which is this. I mean, there's less come involved, right? I love the helmet. Indeed. But, you know, so, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. And you, my friend, are savage. Uh, am I savage? Am I evil or Aren't savage? I? Am I evil or savage? Which one is it? This is kind of doomy-ish. Am I civil or am I avage? You avage. You avage. Ashley, be I'm below avage. <laughs> Sorry to our Asian listeners. It's all in good fun. Am I savage? This seems very stonery to me, this one. Oh, yeah, you think? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Ooh, something like I had some good shit up in there. Say, get some more of that. That's total Iomi goodness right there. Ah, you you feel a little COC up in there, too. Yeah, a little bit. Oh. is doing some pretty cool shit on yeah, this. You got a little more intricate yeah. than you think. I like that. Oh, wow, that's strange. Kind of creepy. All right. Yes, I, mean, I am! <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> if, if you played somebody... Blackened or right or whatever, right. short of and straw, then, and, and then, then play this, this. They'd be like, "That's not even the same fucking." What are you? <laughs> no, they would. That's not even close to being the same. Well, you're right. I mean, it's like you know, like you you can hear almost zero sameness. Same, <laughs> zero sameness. I would agree with that. Uh, well, okay. If if you're a, if you're a lifetime song, fan like song. we are, that I mean, song. yeah, absolutely, I agree. But right. if you're if you're a but if you're a Metallica fan, you I hear mean, it's, that it's so strange. It's different for Metallica. It's very different. I mean, well, okay, all right. Here's where I got to break in and say that's not strange for Metallica because Metallica has been a band since 1981. This is 2000 or 1982, whatever. Or 81, 81. This is 2021. More of their shit sounds like that than it did than from 83 four. to 86. Correct. You're right. So, does it sound like thrash Metallica that we fell in no, love not, with? The answer is no. No, it's not the Metallica but, that I know. Right. Well, it, I mean, well, no. He's you're not. You're, you're both. You're technically we're both, both right. Right. We're because both right. to Billiam's point, 
for us, I mean, growing up in high school, it was like those first four, really even the Black Album. I think okay. I think Bill hesitantly will admit it, but even including the Black Album, it's like those first few albums, it's just like, it was every one of them were like, what the fuck are they going to do next? Because every one yeah. of them was so different, but then once they kind of plateaued and found their sound and then they kind of expanded their sound and then did all this other shit. Sure. They got all these other ingredients. But in out there. of fairness. Does everybody in this room like the song In the Evening by Led Zeppelin? Yeah. Does it sound like fucking communication breakdown? No. Of course not. No, okay. I'm not I'm not saying. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying. Agreed. Man, I, I know what you're sucks saying. Yeah. You know, In the Evening sucks because it doesn't sound like no, no core. In the Evening is a fucking great song. It's not a bad song. And so is communication breakdown. Anyhow, uh, you know, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say this. This may be an unpopular opinion. My eyeballs are yellow. It's possible that into the outdoors, maybe Led Zeppelin's load. Yeah, but hold on, hold on. No, Sorry, okay, hold on. The, <laughs> the difference with your Zeppelin reference is analogy, 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 metallogy, metallogy, zeppanology. That's right. I had a mouthful <laughs> at the moment of beer. Mark, and it's, time. That, uh, it's marked. Okay. okay, so the difference is yes. If, if I had grown up listening to and I was in, in the you know, from you know, I guess if my high school years were mm-hmm. Zeppelin one, two, three, and four, mm-hmm. and then four yeah. years later, five years later, I don't listen to a lot of Zeppelin, but then they throw in in the evening. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be like, yeah, it's not my, my Zeppelin. It's not, it's not my Zeppelin. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Still a great song. I'm not, of, of course I like all of Zeppelin because I grew up listening to all of them, but I didn't, I didn't stop. I didn't, but that, didn't but stop. that metallurgy makes a lot of sense because what he's saying is, is that if you're a fan of that pocket, like there's probably Metallica fans that love St. Anger Ford sure. and, and they don't know the old shit and it's yeah. like, they might go back and therefore now, they don't like go, it because he's screaming and it's too fast or whatever. Right. You, know? you go to the, <laughs> Oh my God, uh, it's too fast. I'm offended. You go to the headbangers <laughs> ball page, right? The headbangers ball page. I keep telling you guys, you got a hashtag because those people ASMR. fucking, I mean, they post it's constant. Every time I pick up my phone, there's a new headbanger. Ball. People on there love the fucking load albums. Uh, and I'm like, Really? Uh, name your favorite Metallica. Load, 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 load. And I'm like, you fucking. Uh, but there's, the house some, there's some to do. That's a cool tune. It's a cool I, tune. I, dig but that song. I wouldn't think of that before I would think of Disposable Heroes or Damage Incorporated. Okay. Right? Okay. So here's a, here's a great analogy. Even though they've never changed frontman. Analogy. Analogy. Thank you, Russell. Yes. Imagine if, imagine if you get into Black Sabbath, right? The first Black Sabbath album you buy is Heaven and Hell. Or no, fuck it. Born Again. The first Black Sabbath album you buy is Born Again it's with Ian Gillen. It's a good album. It's trashed. But then if you go back and realize, did you burning, not hear the first six? Burning. Well, think about it. That's the same analogy. It's like, okay, wait, you don't you don't know the first six Sabbath albums? You got to fucking go back. Mm. Same with that. It's yeah. like if you got people that are into like load and reload, it's like, have you not heard the first four? Go back and listen to the first four. It's almost right. like, right. it's cool that they came in when they did, but. Yeah. You got so much more to research and listen to. Yeah. So for this one, I really feel like this album kind of has all the elements that Metallica had through the years. And they said, okay. I see, poop. I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. There's a lot of riffs and a lot of parts where it does sound like some of the old, old school. Yeah. All right. Their palette, so, basically. I'm really excited about song number five. because Murder one. Yeah, I'm going to go Frost. And well, then we get to song six, which I love. Song so. six is the killer closer. Well, let's, song- take, well, let's take a quick break because I got pissed. Okay. Uh,
I don't know. Russell, Russell had a I had a brain moment. No, well, he was talking about doing a couple of tunes off the disc three, which we're only, I mean, we've already frosted and everything, so like we can totally, yeah, we're good for another 28 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, yeah. God, yeah. Uh, where are we at? Murder one? Murder one, yeah. About the Lemmy Kill Mister. Go check out her metal. This is Murder a episode. tribute to Lemmy. They got that old school clean channel sound on this one. Sanitarium style. Yeah. yeah. Has that sanitarium sound. tribute you know i didn't even think about it because i think i'd read something later that said that that one was dedicated to lemmy mm-hmm. then when i went back and read the lyrics and listened to the lyrics which by the way the vocals are very articulated on this record yeah very. yeah for sure yeah yeah, yeah. Right. you now the last one we gotta oh, listen to a lot of this one because yeah, there's so much that metal part with the double bass there's the so much and, metallica deliciousness in this fucking song like all the good riffs the speedy the speedy the groovy the yeah, harmony yeah. e the harmony e is that grits sort of Hominy. no hominy. Uh, i'm sorry hominy. and that's corn you know grits what? that's corn grits you know what harmony you know what, you know what harmony grits are harmony, harmony grits <laughs> harmony harmony grits are hominy grits plus cheese mm. harmony grits not hmm. even it fucking i think he's making shit up but I thought this was if if we were doing another Killer Closer volume, this one should be on it. Indeedly, did we do a, a Killer Closer? We have not. <gasps> Ooh. It's the Alex Uve approval for Ooh. the list. 
All right. Last ASMR. Spit out the bow. Spit out the bow. Yeah, this is a good closer for sure. Just wait till they shoot on first. This might be my favorite on the record. That's so Metallica. Build. I dig that fucking riff. They needed a little curt lead right there. That middle, well, the yeah. middle part, and then after it comes out of the solo into that last verse with yeah. the double bass, yeah. we gotta gotta have. A, Taste of that. Reach for beer that's not there. There we go. There we go. Slap at the base, man. <laughs> you like another beer, sir? <laughs> uh, yeah. Little punk, kind of. I like the harmony part it gives them to after this. That's classic Metallica. Yeah, that's the stuff that might get Bill a boner. That's good. I'll take whichever one he don't want. Bill the bartender. <gasps> Yep, Bill is a blessing. Hey, Billy, this is for you. Not this, that. Wait for it. Turn it up. Harmony.
Death Metal. Very. I like that part, man. This is cool. It's a good song. and lots of good riffs on that. Yeah. It's almost like they took all their killer closers and said, let's see if we can make one big killer closer comer. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, sorry. I just... Okay. I was reaching for something. Okay, okay. 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 When I first heard about it, I was like, this is not Really? Work. You thought it wouldn't go? Uh, no. I, I, I immediately was, like, fascinated. I'm like, I got to hear what it's going to sound like. But the songs he picked are great. Like, I mean, A Light in the Black, Terror Woman, Stargazer, Kill yeah. the King, all Kill, kill fucking the King rainbow is fucking shit. amazing. Every yeah. bit of that is yeah. awesome rainbow shit. Yeah. Well, what do, you, what do you think? You want to sample the other ones or just do the Ronnie Rising one? Do the Ronnie Rising. Just and by for- the way, if you haven't already, go check out our Dio episode ASMR. One thing I always liked about Metallica covers, they were always very faithful to the music. To the yeah. to the music. Uh, like I'm just faithful to my burps. Just like that. Yeah. Same way. So they've already changed over to Terrible. Mm-hmm.
Tua. So. You should go check out that whole try to, Ronnie try to, try to See if you can fast forward to Kill the King part. That one's good. Though. It's toward the end-ish. Yeah. That's a good cover. That's one thing you can't deny about Metallica. They can take any cover and metallicize it. They always did so good on covers. Always did so well, kind of like but the see, I can, kind of like though, the Mighty Zeppelin, same thing. They just yeah. took the covers and just boom. I can hear Dio singing this. You know what I mean? It's like even though it's James, like in in my the back of my mind, I can hear the. But they were always the very voice faithful to yeah. like the like. Let's how about a little bit of uh, the Remember Tomorrow, a little bit of Maiden. Yeah, yeah. I think we've played a little bit of that. Did we? Yeah, we can certainly do it again. Yeah, because it's Maiden yeah. and because intentional. I want to hear the I want to hear the helpless too. It is transgenerational. Yeah, transgenerational. Transgenerational. It's transgenerational. Transgenerational. Well, Billiam needs to hear some helpless. Yeah, I need to hear oh, some helpless. Yeah, we got to do some helpless. Better the helpless. Which, by the way, if you haven't already, you should go check out our Garage Days episode ASMR. Hey, we're going to do an now. <laughs> we haven't done since 1972. Oh, I think they were fucking around on this one. Yeah, I think they were too. Yeah, they didn't even really mean to play it, they just started fucking around. Back then, kinda. I mean, to me, it's really cool. 
Actually, it sounds more like the original version, the Diamond Head version. Yeah, kind of. A little bit. Yeah. Go. Fucking yeah. hear the bass. Robert's yeah. back there. busy. Bass getting crazy. What? What I love is Robert's the only one on. Mike uh, James and Kurt can't even play it. They, they they were totally fucking off in that one. I've seen that live. Oh yeah. Like yeah, Lars starts it on the drums. And I'm like fuck it, let's go. And they started playing it, and I'm like. It's like, don't you hate it when the new guy shows you up at work? Yeah. They were like, shit, I haven't played this in forever. I don't remember. I was like, I play this every Saturday it. night in my house. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I've been warming up to this for two years. Uh, that was nice. That well, was fun. So that was 2016, but I mean, he sounds almost identical to the album, which is weird because... For that one song. Yeah. I well, he know. still obviously had the power. Plus, you figure at that point he was... Well, he well. I mean, I'm not saying that was a thrashy song or that wasn't like on master or whatever. Yeah, but, I don't know, but I mean, vocally, I mean, he was is, still yeah. doing it. Well, he claims that Justice just about ruined his voice. I'm sure. And, really? Uh, yeah. Well, it probably wasn't Justice. It was probably the, all leading up. Yeah. Well, he never he never had proper vocal coaching, and he was just doing what we did: scream, sing from the you throat. Yeah. I can't sing anymore. Because I've I can't screamed it all out, yeah. and uh, it's a lack of wolf steak in your diet, yeah. And uh, so before the black Jesus album, Christ. he hired <laughs> <laughs> he hired a vocal coach to show him everything he'd been doing wrong his entire career, and that's why he started doing all the yodeling and the you know. It's because he's working out his diaphragm, people. And no, it's not just a way of birth control. It's a way of singing. But I think his point is, uh, now he's 58 years old, he, he can still, he can do, still do it. it. Yeah. yeah, and he probably couldn't uh, had he fucked his way. He'd be like, uh, as much as we all love our Phil, Phil can't fucking sing no more, man. And, well, and his voice is way down. It's in right, depths, right. Man. But it's, it's like way down. If you watch man. some of the videos of him doing the the recent stuff where they're trying to do Pantera, he's got the crowd singing the majority of the lyrics. Well, some of that he's probably sick to fucking death of singing some of those some of those tunes, and some yeah, of that probably brings back some pain with the no boys more. that aren't here anymore. And understood. And I, some of it could be I that too. A lot that of he, it is he, he can't do it anymore. No and look. I couldn't do it for one album and he did yeah. it for 30 years. So God yeah. bless him. Yeah. You know? I mean, if they can, if they could keep doing this shit, cause you got to figure, think of how much Metallica has toured Yeah, just for this album, never mind for 40 fucking years. So it's like, well, well that, put everybody into this boat. Okay. Uh, put fucking Vince Neil in that boat. They're way more. He fucking, can't do it. Metallica, he can't do it. Metallica is infinitely better off at 40 oh, years in than fucking, you know, my hunk. Yeah, yeah. Or Molly even fucking That's stones. my whole point. This guy's got one fucking job. <laughs> He's got one fucking job. Yeah. Don't be a fat ass and and, and be a Eat singer. Eat wolf steak and get in shape. Yeah. Hey, I, I tell you what, Vince Neil, we'll give you $10 million for your retirement if you can get your fat ass in shape and fucking make it through a tour. He can't. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, this is this can is what. Some Doritos. Yeah, That's right. It's an impression. Yeah. I don't even know how he talks, but look, look, it's close. Look, you got one fucking job, bro, <laughs> and, and you're doing something that 
millions of people wish they could do. I think he's dropped a few LBs, actually. No, he looks pretty good compared to eight months ago. But a vocal coach would be good. I mean, it's like if you want to go the distance, it's kind of like with a guitar. Duke could never sing. All right, number one. Molly Crew, he had the high pitched voice, and it was. Sorry, I'm going off. Welcome here, to but, the trashing of L.A. hair metal. No, I'm not Featuring trashing. Russell. I'm not trashing. I'm stating facts. He was never a phenomenal singer. He had a voice that was distinct and sounded good on a few albums. And as it got older and older, it got worse. Had he kept his ass in shape and hired a fucking vocal coach, he they would still. That's they wouldn't not metal man. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going on a rant Someone because look, likes okay. Vince Neil upstairs no. or downstairs, possibly or both. I like Motley Crue, I do, but I'm very pissed off that the dude don't take his fucking uh, art seriously. It pisses me off. But think about this: there are motherfuckers out there that would die to be in his position, and he fucking shits on it. But sometimes and, you don't know. Sorry, man. it pisses sometimes, me off. Sometimes you just don't know. Like there's some other podcasts out there that are like, you know what? I wish we could be like Metal Nerdy Podcast. They like, all do. Like, I mean, we're number two behind Rogan, and it's like everybody else is clamoring <laughs> for... <laughs> One more. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. All right. Sorry. I didn't mean to go on a, on a rant, but... All right. So now that we've had the Motley Crew hate, thank you all for joining us here I on the Metal I don't hate Motley Crew. <laughs> I hate the fact the motherfucker don't take his job seriously. He's a millionaire and a prima donna. It's fine. Anyway, cheers. Anyway, thank you all for listening and joining us, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. And until the next... Until the next... Uh, until the next, yeah! Lick Come check balls. out Metal Nerdy! Ooh, wow. yeah! yeah. yeah. Right. Make sure and get all the curlies <laughs> out your teeth. <laughs> the curlies? Gross. Gross. I'm James Heffield, and I love pubic hair, yeah! <laughs> Ooh! And fries! No, that's Actually, curly fries is probably more what he I likes. I like curly fries. I do, too. I bet James has <laughs> those, too. I'm sure he does. Anyway, until the next, from Billy and Russell and all of us here at Metal Nerdery Underground Inverted Bunker Poon Studios, we bid you adieu. Adieu. And don't. Hello, everybody. This is Gazer, the butler. <laughs> You're listening to Metal Nerdery. Go buy this shit at metalnerdery.com slash merch. I've got to go get merely some more pasta sauce. Mm. You can also go to metalnerdery.com slash episodes, a podcast, or whatever the fuck it's called today. Right. But now I've got to go write some songs and resurrect John, Paul, George, and Ringo. Anyway... I think it's the nuts in my mouth that made me forget. Is this the no next time is next is the is the next the week will be Turkle Day. Okay, so yeah, not this one. Mm. That will be when you deep fry your turkeys with deliciousness. Which, by the way, if I'm being real, best turkey I ever had fried turkey ever. It is. I will never go back to other turkey. Other turkey is like I've had a really good smoked turkey, but deep fried turkey is really hard. To Ooh, smoked turkey. Smoked turkey is phenomenal. Ooh. Yeah. We did. I did one last year. It was delicious. You got to inject that bitch. Though. They'll dry out, don't you? Is it possible that uh, there might be a smoked turkey on the docket for somebody else here? Wink, uh, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, yeah, we're not going to be around pit. here. Big Daddy's Barbecue Pit. ASMR. Big Daddy's Barbecue Pit. ASMR. And and the beer of the episode was good. 
Oh, the space lettuce? Space, space lettuce. Space it was delicious. delicious. Yeah, it actually kind of hit me a little bit harder than I had planned yeah. on. So. Well, yeah, man. Point one, you said, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I, I've seen, what like, there's, like, whole new dimensions uh, that have opened up, man. It's like, oh, my God. This is crazy. Anyway, fuck it. We're stupid. Anyway, thank you for listening. And until the next, we're out. Next week is Thanksgiving. Take care now. Bye-bye then. Go buy this album ASMR. Eat you some turkey neck, bitches. Mm, that, too. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And if you jacked it. Just jacking it. I like that one. It's got like holes in it. Oh, that one gets so good in the middle. It's a meaty, thick pink metal. Now, I don't know anything about load. His balls hang to his ankles. Load-ish. Immediately think of load type stuff. We're going to have to be covered in loads. Our balls fell asleep. Educational purposes only. For educational and instructional purposes only. It's all bullshit. There's no moon.